Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. The biggest breaking news stories, an outspoken opinion. The Breakfast Briefing with Julia Hartley Brewer on Talk Radio. Good morning to you. Thank you very much indeed for your company. Big day today, the budget. I mean, it does seem really we don't go more than a month at a time uh, with the chance of Ishii Sunak having to make some or other major announcement about uh, what is happening with the economy. Um, given that we are still in the uh, height of the lockdown, not even the school's back yet, um, it, no doubt maybe more changes to come. But we do know a few things. As I just said, the furlough scheme is going to be extended all the way to the end of September. Bearing in mind, we're supposed to be pretty much out of lockdown. Maybe, I don't know, maybe they're still going to keep the mask lunacy uh, on, on the in the middle of June, late June. But to the end of September, that furlough scheme costing £5 billion a month, that will mean 18 months of millions of people in this country. Still 4.7 million people, according to HMRC, are on furlough. But uh, 18 months of people being paid by the state not to work. Um, we're also going to see that extension of the universal credit at extra £20 per week to the end of September as well. I think many people are expecting that. There is more help for the self-employed, we're told. Uh, but of course, we'll also be warned about, well, how much taxes will have to rise later, including corporation tax, income tax thresholds frozen and the like. This all comes in a day, a huge big day for Nicola Sturgeon and uh, more and more uh, demands uh, from the, uh, given the latest state of the, the COVID deaths, which are absolutely plummeting now and the incredible effectiveness of the vaccines for why we are not moving earlier on getting out of lockdown. The lucky people of Texas, by the way, as of this morning, are no longer in lockdown or required to wear masks anywhere. Lucky old Texans. Well, let's talk about all of this with uh, my guest joining me all this morning, Steve Allen, who's a comedian and a former chemist. Good morning to you. Good morning. I was like mentioning in the former bit. I would say I'm Julia Hartley, but I'm a journalist and former waitress, but I feel the chemist thing is more relevant. <laughs> Well, I don't know. I mean, you know, interacting with people. Um, I suppose I wouldn't come near anyone at all. That was the benefit of being a chemist. You kept yourself to yourself. <laughs> that, 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 it's good to know that, that comedians always live up to our idea of them as all being miserable sods. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yep. Let's talk about the budget because, I mean, you are one of the many self-employed who have really, you know, not seen as much help as perhaps you would have liked. I mean, mostly you'd like to be out, able to work and, 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 and uh, make a living yourself. But furlough scheme being extended to the end of September, people getting 80% of their pay, of course, being topped up by employers. Uh, rather more than it was in the, the first lockdown. Five billion pound a cost a month to the taxpayer. Um, uh, 4.7 million people. I mean, these numbers are, are crazy. And yet we just sort of go, oh, yeah, shrug. Yeah, furlough scheme carrying on. You know, this is not these are not back, you know, back of the sofa sort of sums of money, are they? 
No, not at all. I mean, I'm almost less worried about the size of the sums of money because look, we knew we were going to get hit hard. I'm more surprised that what we're doing is just carrying on as if things are as bad. It would be nice to see if there were a plan to get the economy moving again. Now, that's going to be a phrase that we eventually learn to hate because we hear it so much. But extending the furlough scheme, I'm surprised it goes on so long because surely by the time we hit, you know, all of those different it's not about uh, dates, it's about data, and yet everything was to do with dates all the way through to the, the final stage in chunks of five weeks. By the time we hit the last one, I'm all for spending government money on getting things better. It just seems that we've got a plan to keep it bad during a time when we shouldn't have any restrictions in anymore. And and this is the thing that I can completely understand. There is a massive concern, especially from retailers and hospitality, that even when they are allowed to reopen, and again, there is that massive big push uh, and, and, and court cases actually being prepared to get hospitality reopening before May uh, and actually opening at the same time as non-essential retail on the 12th of April, which certainly is something I would support, um, that uh, that actually you know, we are not going to be seeing sort of everything going back like this, you know, to February uh, 2020 and everyone just back on the high street back in the bus we saw that last summer when retail reopened and when uh, pubs and restaurants reopened with social distancing just not able to make the same amount of money not able to have the same number of customers uh, and also just even where people do want to turn up just not as many people willing to go out and about in which case th- we are going to have to wait quite quite a long time for normal life please god uh, d- does actually uh, um does actually come back um but, I mean, the, the, the chance is very much between a rock and a hard place, isn't it? Because while the lockdown is extended, and he's not the only person who has a say on this, as we know, cabinet decisions. And in fact, it's very much the quad. It's very much Michael Gove and Matt, Matt Hancock, uh, Richard Snack and, and Boris Johnson. And who are we kidding? Chris Whitty and Patrick Vallance, who have a huge say in this. If they don't back any policy, if they won't stand in number 10 and back that policy, that policy doesn't have a chance uh, in terms of the media coverage and public opinion. So... Um, while while Pavello is extended, he I mean um, lockdown is extended. He can't say sorry. We're just not going to be giving away any more money. I mean that would be wrong. You can't not give money to people who've basically been told they're not allowed to go and do their job. Um, but uh, he is going to be the one who, after being Father Christmas for the last year and a half, he's going to be the one who's going to actually have to pick up the pieces, and he's going to be blamed when all the taxes go up. But I mean he's not going to have a choice, is he? No, yeah, you're right. He's in a very difficult situation. That's almost why the hard edge of having furlough extended, which the, the problem with it in the summer will be people being paid to not work. I would yeah. willingly see every single penny still spent because look, I'm not the economic expert. If that's what they think needs to be spent, then that's up to them. And if that were being spent to effectively pay people to work or or keep people getting them back into the economy so that they end up spending some money again, then that makes more sense. But he's going to end up walking to a cliff edge where all of a sudden, yeah, the restrictions will be lifted. At some point, he will then have to stop giving. And the taking is going to see, I mean, I've loved looking at the graphs of everything. You know, every day there's a graph about something. And at some point there needs to be a graph about the Chancellor's uh, approval rating, because that is going to be a, a hard knee shape, as they say, in the worlds of stats. Yeah. That is, because it's it's easy to be a, a loved politician yeah. when you're giving away money. But Absolutely. at some point it's going to run out. Yeah, but last time I interviewed, you said, you know, you were Father Christmas, you're going to be Scrooge at some point. But again, it's, it's, it is funny that, you know, Chancellors get uh, get all the credit for handing over our money. Uh, and and then they get all the criticism for then asking us to pay it back with our money. Um, again, I I do just wonder though, everyone who thinks well, it's all going to have to be paid for at some point. I think there are an awful lot of people who think someone else is going to pay for it. They are absolutely convinced we're just going to do some tax on big tech, a few of those billionaires we've heard of, job done, and they are going to get a 
horrible, horrible awakening in the coming years. Yeah, and it's gonna it's gonna have to be more visibly horrible. A lot I can see why they try and do things like keeping the thresholds of the tax barriers at, in place because then as inflation goes, we all end up earning a bit more, and that's going to raise. It was something like predicted six billion. Well, that's what a month's worth of yeah. uh, spending. So these small kind of let's do things so that people don't hate us political moves won't be enough. But at some point, look, even when you've got people like uh, William Hague saying, look, this is time to say after a. a entire careers worth of wanting a small tax saying this is the time for tax we are going to be taxed more i don't see there's no way around it surely by then we just would have had to make our peace with it yeah at, at some point but again i, I, I mean I, I personally was the view that when you know when we had the first lockdown and which i supported in the, in the beginning month or so um that that you know we you know when, when the chancellor said you know all your arms around everybody i remember tweeting and i felt quite emotional that actually you know we were making sure that people were being helped and and, and yeah we we're all in this together and i was lucky enough to be able to carry on working. Millions weren't. It just seems absolutely fair. We all share in the cost of that. Um, I just wonder how many people are going to forget that in the years to come. You know what? This is this was a this was a you know and all the people who support lockdown. I mean, my my view right now is if you still support lockdown. I mean, I don't think we should have got into lockdown in November and definitely shouldn't have gone in in January. Um, I think the people who support lockdown should all be paying for the lockdown. And everyone who doesn't support lockdown and is willing to go out and keep the economy going, I don't think we should have to pay at this point. Personally, I think I think that would I think that would focus minds a little bit more. You guys, who all all the polls keep saying you're massively in favour of locking everyone down and restricting people's lives, fine. You share the cost between you lot. That seems reasonable to me. It's an unworkable theory, though, <laughs> isn't it? It's effectively it's an inverse VAT. I'm not sure how it could be applied. <laughs> well, they, I mean, are, are, are any of these taxes workable these days? Let's talk about the other big political story today. What timing for Nicola Sturgeon? I remember thinking, hmm, that's interesting. You happen to be free to give evidence on Wednesday to the Holyrood Inquiry uh, into, uh, into, into, into what's going on with Alex Salmon. Now, bearing in mind, this is, I mean, numerous times, numerous times her, her evidence has been delayed because it's had to be cancelled because uh, um, Alex Salmond was due to give evidence before her. He gave evidence on Friday, six hours, absolutely damning and devastating. However, very, very, very complicated story. What is this inquiry even into? It's not an inquiry into Alex Salmond. It's an inquiry into the Scottish government's inquiry into uh, allegations against uh, Alex Salmond, which... Um, uh, ended up costing the government uh, more than half a million in uh, legal fees. They had to pay to Alex Salmond how they botched the inquiry. Uh, it ended up with him going to court, facing uh, 13 sexual harassment and sexual assault charges from nine women, exonerated on all accounts. He claims that the that Nicola Sturgeon, the, uh, her husband, who's chief executive of the SNP, and her closest advisor all basically had a concerted and malicious attempt to basically get him out of politics and possibly put him even in behind bars. His evidence was very damning on on Friday. Even more damning yesterday was the evidence that was published by the Scottish Government after threats of a no-confidence vote in Nicola Sturgeon's deputy, John Swinney. And these new documents basically prove that the Scottish Government went ahead with um, pushing allegations and inquiry into Alex Salmond, even though they had been advised by their own lawyers that they should not do so. And this ended up costing them an absolute fortune. Um, there's also more and more evidence emerging that Nicola Sturgeon uh, claims it's true that Nicola Sturgeon did lie to Parliament, mislead Parliament. Um, questions yesterday for uh, demands for her to resign from the Scottish Conservative leader, Douglas Ross, even before she's given evidence. Do you think there's anything she can say today that's going to save her skin? It's going to be interesting to find out, and I'm all for finding out. I think this is a really, um, at this stage, I'm wait I'm willing to just listen to evidence. It's great that you can give evidence without someone forcing you to redact the bits that you think are going to be important. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, this is going to be, 
an interesting time to watch. I've, I've effectively got no skin in this game. You know, I'm, I'm no, me I'm, neither. I'm, but yeah, it is, I'm of it is Scottish descent, but I don't live there. It's not, you know, it's it's an issue for the people of Scotland. I wouldn't be best pleased if I knew that my tax money was being spent in a bad way, though. Put it no, up. indeed. But uh, she is she is a Teflon politician. And bearing in mind, in terms of she said she wanted her government to be judged on on uh, education and education standards. I mean, there's no metric you can say that she has succeeded on that front. Uh, she's had a higher rate of COVID deaths per capita than England and a higher rate of deaths in care homes. So in even the two things you'd most criticise Boris Johnson's government for in Westminster, she's done worse on. And yet popularity still extraordinarily high uh, going into this part of Scottish parliamentary elections on May the 6th. I mean, that's what's going to be crucial. But question is that whether she broke the ministerial code, if it is found by this uh, committee inquiry today that she's, well, after her evidence today and in the future, that she has broken the ministerial code, she would be required to resign. Allegations that there was this plot um, and, and a cover up and, and that the Scottish leadership uh, basically, you know, all, at all levels uh, basically operated together. Um now and and the wasting of taxpayers' money, leaking of sensitive information, including the name of one of the women who'd accused Alex Salmond uh, of sexual harassment. I mean, there, there's some very very serious allegations here. Yeah, I think if we if and I'm so willing to stress the if because it, you can't end up having this conversation without realizing making someone um, answer to their actions before they've given a chance to give evidence would have been bad all the way through this process. It's yeah. almost the lesson we learn from it. So, yeah, yeah if, she, if it's found that she did those things, it doesn't seem feel like there'll be a question about whether she'd resign. Of course, she'd have to. And even if she didn't, I mean, she'd then end up causing such a cost to the political party going forwards that they yeah. wouldn't stand for it. The question is, though, who would take over from her? Who would have the same sort of popularity? Could she just run again and win again? Absolutely fascinating to watch that evidence. Starts at nine o'clock this morning. The Breakfast Briefing with Julia Hartley Brewer on Talk Radio. If you liked what you heard, please subscribe and give me a good review. And don't forget to catch me on the Talk Radio Breakfast Show every weekday from 6.30 until 10. Confidence starts with loving who you are. And when your skin feels nourished and glows on the outside, you naturally radiate confidence from the inside. Give your skin a glow up with Osea's clinically proven Mega Moisture Duo. This ultra-hydrating body care features two of Osea's bestsellers, Andaria Algae Body Oil and Andaria Collagen Body Lotion. These seaweed-powered heroes use skincare-level ingredients normally reserved for your face for results you can see and confidence you can feel. Osea has been making clean, clinically proven seaweed-infused face and body care products for over 28 years. This luxurious skincare is vegan, cruelty-free, and climate-neutral certified, so you never have to choose between your values and your best skin. Glow from the inside out. Get 10% off your first order with code GLOW at OseaMalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A Malibu.com, code GLOW. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. 
Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with Code Program for a four-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code Program.